0: Welcome back to the Hour Time Show, the show by Watch Geeks for Watch Geeks. I'm Victor Marks. I'm Nicholas DeLeon. This is the Hour Time Show, and you've landed here either completely by accident, in which case we're sorry, or you meant to be here, in which case I'm so glad you're here.
1: I applaud uh, your uh, continued support. Thank you, folks. <laughs> I applaud. That doesn't make any sense. No, I applaud what? your support. What? In any event.
0: <laughs> I'm grateful for your continued support. I'm appreciative. I We appreciate it. I thumb my nose at your continued so I don't know, but but I applaud. This is a labor of love. It's just a labor.
1: (laughs) It's a labor. We wouldn't do it if you
0: didn't like it. Yeah, well, I don't know about that either. Gluttons for punishment that we are. Speaking of gluttons for punishment, we got something wrong. Did we? Well Well,
1: so first of all,
0: first of all, let's lead into it. What are you wearing?
1: Good, good question. Uh, I'm wearing my Orient Star that I mentioned a few weeks ago. I don't remember the model number offhand, but it's the Orient Star with the power indicator at twelve o'clock. The blue, blue hands. I like it. It's been on my wrist most of the week, and I will. I'm not currently wearing it, but I have joined the Sea uh, Stern Club. Uh, John got me. He convinced me. I have the orange one. Mm. It is basically a poor man's Doxa. Uh I I don't really have any review or any thoughts beyond like it's for a $200 watch it seems pretty good so far. The one thing I would say this bracelet was really difficult to adjust those little pins were jammed in there they would not come out so that took uh that took a little while. Uh, otherwise
0: uh happy so far. Nice. Was it I thought they were like 179. It was 200 bucks? Uh 179. Yeah. Okay. So First of all, congratulations on that. Second of all, the Orient Star. I know you've mentioned it before, but I feel like I missed the opportunity last time to say, I I think that we're, we're always talking about what is the affordable, good quality watch that you should either gift somebody or get as an early first watch. Sure. And it used to be that the Orange Monster was the deal. Getting an SKX007 or an Orange Monster was, you you couldn't do better. You got a solid watch. You got a watch that was reliable. You got a watch that was totally good underwater. You you had, sure. a, it was reasonable. It was a great decision, in fact. Seastern is the one that, that John put forward last week for that. So much so yes. that you bought one. So obviously it worked. I did. It totally worked on you.
1: Well, I trust John. After so many years, he has
0: not uh and steered me wrong. That's the first mistake. But <laughs> the... I, I feel like we missed a beat because Orient, Orient Watches USA, totally make yes. reasonable watches. And while some of them are a bit on the large side, they had a nice 40 millimeter diver that has the day date and it's got a, uh, a separate pusher for the day. It was a great little watch. How did they? And I feel like that doesn't get enough mention. So I'm mentioning it now.
1: I agree. And I, I, I feel like for whatever reason, the Orient brand is not nearly as big in the watch kind of nerd world. Uh, I mean, you hear Seiko say, Se- I mean, Seiko's like, you know, it's the other side well, of the coin of Rolex in terms of like mentions, basically. But yeah, I feel like Orient is ignored. Maybe ignored is too strong, but they certainly are not mentioned enough. I don't think I've had, I have, so I have this Orient star. I had a Komasu about a year or so ago. Mm. Uh, I wasn't really wearing it, so I sold it. But it was good. It was also like p- quite cheap. It was like hundred, maybe not even one fifty. So yeah, I think they they are definitely a brand for you know if if you're in the boat where two hundred dollars is like yeah, that feels like about as much as I'm willing to spend on a watch right now. Which I would say I'm, I'm more or less in that boat. Could I buy an Omega? Uh, well, maybe not an Omega. Could I buy a nice nice Horus? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Should I? That's uh, a different question. Uh, I think Orient is, uh, and I I wonder what is that? Are they just not good at marketing? Are they bad at Instagram? I have no idea, Uh, but yeah, I would agree. Uh, So far, I, I like this. I like this a lot. So
0: I would like to see Orient. I mean, they've got some nice models. I I kind of miss some of their back catalog. There are some things in their in their past that were really nice that are gone, and I think that that if they brought some of those back, and they do this from time to time, they have some heritage style models. That they'd be really a a treat. But I like it. It's a good, solid watch. There's nothing wrong with it. So, but. And isn't Orient kind of like in the same, I
1: don't know how the the company's structured, but like it's almost like a sister brand of Seiko anyway. I'm not
0: exactly sure of the relationship.
1: There's something. But there
0: is a relationship and they do get to use Seiko movements. And it's it's not exactly like the microbrand relationship where they're just buying them. No, there is a relationship there. Yeah, but I can almost see the org chart in my in my yeah. head. But, but there's also something interesting where Orient Watches USA has the. I feel like they have the liberty to make models specifically for the U.S. that aren't necessarily Orient Watches worldwide. Oh, interesting. I did not know. That. I yeah, that's that's my recollection. And if I'm wrong, I apologize speaking well, of being wrong and apologizing because <laughs> i'm not letting that go you ha- were mentioning the orange seastern and uh yes and we made a lot of fun about the name seastern right i i did my typical naming is hard harp because naming is well, we no hard. Idea. branding is really difficult for sure yes. yeah and one of the ways that people make up a brand is they go to the dictionary and they start looking at words and they pick words right twitter for example yes that's a
1: famous. Uh, they literally went through the dictionary. Yeah. and found t- tweet or whatever right. it
0: Right, and Anyhow, so tangent. Well, but r- related because what is on the clasp of your orange of my Eastern orange watch? well, Let me take it here. It appears to be a starfish. Uh huh. And it turns out that "Zestern" in German is the word for starfish. There you go. So we are pronouncing this thing wrong. Zestern, Zestern. All right, and it's it's uh, it's a starfish. Is there any? Now is that a random? They probably picked reason? starfish because it was related to the sea, and this is a dive watch. And then figured we can't just name it starfish because that'll show that we're really kind of dumb. And so they went <laughs> looking for for what is the word for starfish in foreign languages, and settled on this.
1: That feels that feels highly likely to me. That's my guess. That would be my guess as well. Well. Look at that. We I, I literally don't know that I've seen the name of this company explained anywhere else on the internet. So this may be a first. It's a first. We're informing, we're, we're educational, we're, you know, we ha- we'll help you pass the time,
0: I, I think. This will be on the but test. But you're learning stuff. This will be on the you, test.
1: <laughs> you learn stuff. We figured out the Oris Bear a few months ago. Yeah. Or a little while ago. Yeah, it's more than a few months now, but yeah, we came That's up with a the origin of
0: now. the Oris Bear.
1: What other mysteries can we can we solve? We are watch detectives. I like it. This is uh we're going to lean into this a little watch mysteries. Yeah. If you have a watch mystery, uh, please tweet
0: Victor. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> well, and, you know they used to call detectives as dicks, and so we are watch dicks, which sounds about accurate.
1: Uh yeah. Maybe <laughs> that could be the the name, the rebrand of the. Oh boy. Or, or that could be our Netflix show <sighs> we were talking about cr- creating a, a watch critique show. Well, for Hulu, I f- I feel like it's more of a Hulu show. It's a show. Hulu,
0: yeah. It's it's less Netflix, more Hulu.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is fine. Whatever. Okay. Zay Stern, brought to
0: you by Watch Dicks. Yeah, it's bad. All this right, is this <laughs> is well, this is the last episode. Yeah, we ruined this one. So one of our listeners brought up the i the 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 subject that we talk a lot about investment. We talk about the the idea of watches as investment. Sure, and kind of. and we looked at each other, you and I, and we said, do we really? That's what well, that was actually my initial. I was like, "Do we? Yeah, I don't think so." Yeah. But what we have talked a lot about is is of course the rising prices of watches and yes the the value that you get out of them, right? Yes, you know we we talked about luxury goods and how of course there's the annual price increase for Rolex and how they've been just kept inflating, 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 and how. With with Veblen goods, right, the idea is that things get more expensive and exclusive, then therefore more people want them, and and the right class of people are buying them, so to speak. Sure. Which I, I hate, but here we are. Because normally when you like put a watch on the used market, you would think that the price would decrease, and that's true for the vast majority of watches. You know, if you bought a Vacheron Constantin, you could expect to lose about 20% of the value. Right? Right. Yes. But there are some watches that are the exception. and Rolex is one of them. Uh, Patek Philippe is one. The Nautilus just keeps rising. The Aquanaut just keeps rising. There was some dude... So a couple of months ago, I was looking at Aquanauts, and the Aquanaut was about 50 grand, which felt like a lot for an Aquanaut. And last week, some dude listed one, 75,000. What? But he would also accept a Rolex Plus Cash.
1: Uh, I guess that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't even like the Aquanaut. I?
0: <laughs> I mean, if you want to wear a, either a piece of chocolate bar or a, uh, some people think it looks like a grenade uh, on your wrist. uh, Yeah, I guess. I will I mean, say this. They're a very comfortable watch. I have worn one briefly and they are. I'm sure it's a nice watch. I'm it's a, a, it's a lovely, watch. but 75 grand for, you get a rubber strap. I, yeah, right. To be fair, the rubber I strap, if you just buy the rubber strap on its own, if you can get one, they're at least 500 bucks.
1: That feels somehow. That feels less offensive.
0: Well, you get two pieces of rubber and a clasp for five hundred bucks. Tell me, it's a it's offen- very <laughs> nice rubber, <laughs> uh, grass-fed. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there are different classes and different polymers, but it's still a polymer. Come on, man. So yeah,
1: yeah I, I I mean, look, whatever. A uh, if you want to buy this for seventy-five thousand, more power to you. I guess. Doesn't do much for me. Right. So. I mean,
0: and, and, you know, Richard Mill is out there charging 500 grand for a watch. Oh yeah. I, I, I can't stand it.
1: A lot of the Formula One guys
0: wear him. And, and also tennis players, right? Isn't, okay. isn't that a, uh, now that I've said it, I'm blanking on the name. How embarrassing is that? There, there not. is very much a tennis player who is famous and I should be completely embarrassed by forgetting the name. Who wears Nadal? Richard. Raph Nadal. Yeah, Probably. It's the only one I know. Well, Djokovic. let's just no. So, does he not? Those are the two I know. Yeah, literally the two I know. <laughs> it's probably Rafael Nadal, and I'm just being an idiot about it. Very. Right. But should should that cost 500k?
1: Well, this is this is interesting, and I and I I am gonna slightly swing it to like all this discussion with NFTs and, oh, and no. all this crypto no. stuff. Oh. Uh, I am a firm believer of things cost what the market will bear like if someone wants to spend seventy five thousand dollars on an aquanaut well that's what that's what it's worth because someone is willing to pay for that the same if someone is willing to pay you know a thousand dollars for an ape jpeg well then that ape jpeg is worth a thousand dollars to me i wouldn't pay that but to someone it is worth it and and i think that was kind of burns in my head when I, i played a lot of world of warcraft back in the day and like you're you're attracted. Oh, I want I want this armor. I want this weapon. And I had a friend who he quit WoW and he sold his character for like a thousand dollars or something like that, like on eBay or something. Like yeah. That. And so someone paid one thousand U.S. dollars for a World of Warcraft character. So I was like, is that worth? Is that really worth a thousand dollars?
0: Well, literally, to yes. One guy. Someone yes. Someone paid. Yes. So right. like, that is my take there. Okay, but there are things that establish the market value and there are things that are outside of the market value, right? And, and I guess- uh, yes. Uh, yes, 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 yes. But without getting too much into market economics, because, well, <laughs> that's honestly not exactly where my interests my... lie. Um, you know, you, you could go out and you could buy a Hublot and get a good deal on it. You could buy a Tag Heuer and get a good deal on it and then turn around sure. and flip it for a 20% return on your investment, let's say. Could you? Yes, uh, it's like Yeezys, like John's Yeezys, famous Yeezys. You you really can do that, uh, but it's about okay. pick, you know. There, but there are obviously some deal t- details to that, like picking the right hublow, picking the sure. right tag hoyer to do that with, how long you're going to hold it for in order to be able to flip it, and find how you will go about finding that buyer for it, right? Or yeah, furthermore, which is a lot how you go about buying it in the first place so that you're not going to just break even. How do you how do you buy it for a little less, right? Yeah, yeah. which sounds exhausting. Well, it's it's work. And yeah. the reason why you might do something like that is because you wanted to wear the watch for like a month or two. And so you get to wear uh, it for yeah, free okay. or basically wear it for free and then turn a profit. Sure. Right? Which is not a horrible idea other than, of course... The work involved, so that's that's clearly a so-called return on investment. You just got twenty percent.
1: Yeah, out of thin air, you've made
0: this. You made an additional, let's say, five hundred bucks if you were doing it yeah. for a, a, a tag toy or maybe a yeah. Breitling or something like that, right? You know, you you bought it for 1800, 1900, and you sold it for twenty two hundred, something like that. And I'm, I'm not yeah. even sure that that's twenty percent. I'm just making up numbers. So I have no idea. But the but wrong that's guy but, to... you know. So you made you made a thousand. You made five hundred bucks. You feel good, right? Sure, sure. Fine. You could totally do that. That would totally be a return on investment. But the other kind is you measure it in, in your happiness, not your dollars. Sounds like a right. Robert F. Kennedy speech look, look, from back in the day. Look at your watch collection. Look at your watch box.
1: My drawer here.
0: How many of those things you put on and they make you smile? Uh, l- like
1: not even 50%. Okay. Of them. All right. Say right. So the ones bet.
0: that aren't making you happy. Now this is getting into a Marie Kondo episode, but now the ones that aren't, the ones that are not yes. sparking you should go. Joy. Right? Well, we don't want to use her phrase because she's got yes. that all trademarked and I don't want to be in trouble. Oh, Lashy. yeah. She owns well, the word I joy. I think she owns the longer phrase that I'm not going to say uh, that involves the word spark. Whatever. But, but okay, we're not fine. doing that. So the things that, let's let's flip it. The things that <laughs> depress you, the things that make you deeply unhappy. Uh, I can't reveal that on the podcast <laughs> in the watch box. <laughs> uh,
1: I will say in the watch box. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff here that like, eh, looking at it now, they don't, they don't do much. I, I'll, okay, here's, here's one. Here's kind of, I literally have a pile of watch. Uh, so Seiko. It's the Seiko. What is it? What are the Samurais? I'll put a link in the show. it's, it's the blue and black. I don't wear this thing. Uh, I kind of, I don't want to say I resent it, <laughs> but like I kind of want to get rid of it, but then I don't. So it is, it is like an annoyance okay. in the collection. Uh, what else? I, f- I feel like I've pared down a lot of those, uh, but that is one that's just kind of like a thorn in my side, so to speak. Get rid of it, but I can't. Why? Uh, I well, there, there it is. That that hesitation. It's okay, like, I, I don't. Fine. I don't know All right. why can an economist explain that pause
0: um, there's i don't know about an economist explaining that pause but i, I imagine a psychologist could explain that pause I, I imagine that you have some kind of attachment to it even through your disappointment in it and that that you're holding on to it even though it might be better for you to let it yeah. go you're not ready yet
1: yeah i'm trying to this it it's there it's not tied to any any event I literally just uh, yep. eBay purchase. Yep. There was no special, you know, Oh, it was a birthday watch or like, Oh my, uh,
0: my great no, uncle gave me nah, yeah. on
1: eBay one day. Uh, so there's zero significance to it. And yet, and yet, and yet. Uh, it sits in the drawer. I
0: have a number of things in the watch box that I need to sell or to get rid of or give away or something. I need to get rid of stuff. I have, uh, Maurice Lacroix icon. One of the, One of the quartz models. So Maurice Lacroix makes a a watch called the Icon, A-I-K-O-N. And sometimes people make fun of it for its name. The idea that you could call your watch an Icon does not make your watch an iconic watch. But... Yeah, uh, sure. But uh, they they do this watch. It's not a bad watch. It's got a, a sort of unique bezel on it. And it's an integrated bracelet style watch. So it's in that family uh, yeah. of, of Nautilus and uh, Royal Oak and so forth with integrated bracelets. It's not a yeah. bad watch. I got one also off of eBay and it was totally new to me. Like it, it had been seen, but it hadn't really been worn. And the warranty card from the AD, the person who bought it from the AD bought it on my birthday. So, so okay. there's, there's so actually there a connection a, there, yeah. But connection. I don't ever wear this thing. I don't. And you know what? It's, it's different from the most watches that I enjoy. I tend to, to want to wear a dive watch, slightly undersized or a slightly smaller watch. Like the, the Black Bay 58 size is my size. Or the, okay. the Sandoz slightly yeah. mini diver where it's a 38 millimeter. Love that. I like the slightly smaller watch. Um, I also like chronograph. And this is neither of those things. This is a little dressier. And the integrated bracelet just doesn't do it for me. So it's got to go. Really? When did you get this? Uh, 2019. Uh, okay. So it's a few years old. I, yeah, I don't not... sell things very fast. I hold on to them. And so. Okay. It's, but it's going to go. I have decided. It's out of here.
1: I'm looking at it. Now. I, I I definitely like this more than what was I just looking at? The this. Aquanaut. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Aquanaut is not into No, it. but but this one, this icon, I don't I, you know, is it an icon? That's not for me to say. No,
0: What's but it? you know, I'm I am open to offers. I'm putting it out there. It's gone. It's it's out. Of here. What did you pay for it if you don't mind me? I asking. totally mind you asking. All right.
1: Fair <laughs> enough. Are you hoping to turn a profit? Are you one of those guys? Like I'm gonna make I, money
0: off. I don't I want to get something back. I would like to break even or better and I'm not really fussed about it. I just want to I just want to move it on, but I don't want to lose okay. anything on if that's clear.
1: Yeah. No, I I I sold some watches last summer, just stuff I wasn't wearing. Yeah. Including that Oris I had mentioned. I definitely <laughs> uh definitely t- took a haircut I, on most of them. yeah, uh, literally, all and of I it.
0: can understand that, and I can totally see doing yeah, that. Sure. But, but the pricing, as these things are seeming to be going at right now, is is probably that I'm not going to take too bad a haircut. I just, if it moves, it'll move, and if it does, I, if I break even, I'm happy. Are you going to go uh, eBay route, Reddit? Do you have a, a more specialized
1: message board? I,
0: or something? I'm not going to do a more special. So some people like to do the the watch you seek route. I'm kind yeah, of yeah, over yeah. that. Um, I've never done that. It's uh, just kind of, an I'm I'm over that. I would probably put it on Reddit. I would probably put it on eBay. Um, okay, and it would probably not move. It would it would be one of those things. I put it up, and it either hits or it doesn't. It's hard to tell. Yeah, it is. What I like about Reddit is that it's much easier to to post than it is on Watch You Seek. Uh, or some of the others, the, what I dislike about Reddit is you, I've, I've had experiences where I've had guys come back and like, I'm buying it great. Oh, but I want to dicker on the price. I want to negotiate on the price. Uh, Um, okay. okay, I'll make one move on the price. I'll negotiate with you on the price once. And then they come back and try and keep negotiating. I'm like, uh, you, you made an offer and I agreed to it. Oh yeah. But now I'm doing this. Uh, yeah. Goodbye. (laughs) I'm done. I, I want to sell it, but I don't want to like get to the point where we've yeah. negotiated it down to the point that you're getting it for ten bucks. Give me a break. That's it. it is. It really is. Um I've got some parts things around because I, I was for a time assembling stuff and having fun just kind of mashing stuff up. And so I would buy up parts of of dead things and those parts are not without value. So I've got of course, I've yeah. got um I've got a couple of tag hoyer cases, aqua racer cases. Okay. I don't need them anymore. I'm not gonna make anything out of them. Let's just move them on. Um, I have uh, a Tag Heuer bracelet, brand new, that doesn't have the end links on it, but is otherwise the complete bracelet, all the links and the clasp and everything. Yeah, Uh, Time to go. Hmm. Time to go. I have a a Curium watch, which is one of the old Tag Heuer. It's a 1991 Tag Heuer. It's not my favorite style. It's a quartz movement. The quartz movement has died in it. Uh, I was going to replace the quartz movement with another at a quartz movement and, and I would just probably be happy moving it on right now as it is. It's a little round. It's, it's a very round. (laughs) It's a very integrated bracelet. It's a, you know, it's a look, it was a very 1990s thing. And it looks like a, it's a tag Heuer from a different era. It does look very, it, I kind of want to say it looks like the James Bond. No, no, no. You know who wore one? Brad Pitt wore one in Moneyball. Money.
1: Oh, you know, I never saw Moneyball.
0: Are you kidding? But I know what you're talking about. It's a great movie.
1: I read about half the book, but I've never seen it. No, no, see the
0: movie. It was a fun movie. It's got uh, Jonah Hill in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. All right. Totally. See that movie. Yeah, it's a very 90s. It's a total 90s aesthetic.
1: Which is the best decade. I mean, that was my (laughs) favorite decade. Nice. Every other
0: decade since. Nice. Just just, uh, very good. Not as nice. <laughs> very good. Um, just not as nice. And I've got a bunch of other watches. Like I have enough watch watches that I could go ahead and move on that are not incredible watches. But yeah. there are ones like you could totally wear, like a solid Timex chronograph kind of thing or um, all, all kinds. I got enough to start a whole watch collection. Like you could just buy a, a ready-made watch collection from me.
1: Yeah. It's like a an NAS lot sale. It's like just buy the whole console and two hundred games. Yep, one shot. There boom. you go.
0: But the point, the point that started all this, thinking back, was was our listener, the Fons, talking about. And yes, I'm not making that up. You heard so right. It is literally Henry Winkler. No, no, not Henry Winkler. His nickname is no, the Fons because his uh, is, is uh, Alphonse, I believe. And I'm not going to name our, our listener on the air because I didn't ask permission to. Yeah, but, no, I don't. But the fons said that we should be measuring in in how happy these watches make us. And I think that's 100% correct.
1: For sure. I. I and it's funny, where was I? Maybe I was reading some article. I, know, I have 2 million watch sites out there. But the idea of like... Well, it kind of took the other the other angle where it's like, you know what, some people do look at watches as as purely an investment, like I'm going to buy this Rolex and I'm going to flip it in a year and I'm going to double my money or whatever the numbers are. Mm-hmm. Uh and how that is any that is no less uh valid than well, I I like the way this watch looks, I like the way it makes me feel. It was basically arguing that like all like perspectives are cool and so it was one of those uh, what, which is you know, I don't really care one way or the other. But I, I think if 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 you were to ask me, I, I think you should you should probably enjoy the watches you buy. I don't know if you want to. If it's your business, then I don't know. It feels weird to just get
0: a watch just to
1: make money off it. To me, yeah.
0: But it's not for me to say. I don't. You know, you do you. Yeah. So I I apologize to Alfonso because. I feel like this this letter was almost encouraging us to not talk about investment, and and here we have talked all about investment. But the the strongest ROI is enjoying a thing, for sure. Or uh, you know, getting
1: a sub at retail and flipping it on a uh, Chrono Twenty Four, I guess.
0: Well, I, I suppose if if we look at it from a certain lens, if I squint really hard, there's the enjoyment of having made that sale. But that's not nearly as cool as like. I, I don't know. Actually, wearing the, yeah. the watch.
1: I, I'm sure some guys <laughs> live for that. I mean, that would be interesting yeah. to speak to someone who's like, yeah, I I I I got. have a connection. Don't worry about it. I'm able to buy Rolexes at retail, and then I ah. flip them and make decent money. And I get a thrill out of every time I make X percentage.
0: All right, that's that fine. Totally exists. I power to not. You. I'm I'm. That's not
1: me though. I'm kind of bored. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> You know, that does seem kinda I don't know <sighs> mercenary. Isn't that just Wall Street? Pretty just much.
0: Like- <laughs> well it's it's anything, yeah. but that's okay. That's fine. We should wrap this up.
1: Sure. We will have let's wrap it up.
0: new and more interesting topics next week on the hour Maybe.
1: Show. We'll see.
0: I, I have well look, we got there are a couple of things. First of all, we have some brilliant ideas.
1: We have a few and, in the can. And
0: in fact, I, I'm going to put one of them out there, kind of. Okay. So if you're listening to this show, please reach out to us and tell me about a watch that you loved that has fallen out of favor. Like, what was what was the most popular, cool watch that that has completely – it's like ghosting, right? It's not an interesting watch. This idea was also provided by, come to think of it, a listener. So thank you, Dave. Yes. But yeah. Watch that, Watches that, that, that were totally loved and now free. just gone by the wayside. Now is
1: that is that like your personal opinion or your observation of like the watch community? I will hear uh, both. A, all right, that's because because I, I could see two. I, I can give fact, you two. Different. I would
0: like both answers. Yes.
1: All right. Yep. Listeners, you have homework. Yep. Sorry, <laughs> on a Friday. Well, we're recording on a <sighs> you have, You're listening on a Monday. On, you You're listening any other day. Wake
0: up right on fresh on Monday and have <laughs> homework.
1: Well done. That's fun. Well, you got a couple of days. <laughs> got a couple. Of days. Yeah. So you, you listen on Monday. You're clearly going to not do it on Tuesday no. or Wednesday. Thursday, you'll think about it, and then Friday, you'll will be sp- like, oh, I guess nah, I'll get up early. No,
0: Friday's too late. <laughs> Friday's too late. This is due for Thursday. All right. Well, see,
1: I I still think Tuesday. I'm, not I'm doing aware of that. Else. I know,
0: I know that. <laughs> all right. Anyway, all this right. This has been the Sounds Our fun. Time show. You have homework. I'm Victor. I'm Nicholas, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Hour Time Show, the official
1: podcast of wristwatchreview.com. Feel free to email us at tips at wristwatchreview.com with your feedback and suggestions. And please be sure to visit wristwatchreview.com and wristwatchreview on Instagram for more fun watch content. Have a nice day.